Hello, teachers. Today we're talking to teachers who would like to use Learning Factor EDU, but are so afraid you should not be afraid. And that's what pretty much this stream is, this stream is about. We have Georgi, who is from the game dev team. Hello, hey. Georgi. He will show the game. He will show what the teacher is gonna get. We have Kate from Geek Teachers whose job is pretty much to create this whole teacher's guide and she will explain how, oh dear teachers, you should not be afraid of this thing. And this is Lera. And yeah, what are you doing here? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody uh, in comments asked the same question. What the hell yeah. this girl is doing in this? And? I'm still Maybe trying to figure out. We are gluing it together. For you all and actually she's editing all this thing and she's the video producer and i know i feel thank you like very much here. for introduction <laughs> eventually eventually she's actually useful i'm just a clown <laughs> five lessons five teachers guides that's what you kate prepared right that's Tell us right more. Yeah, i was i was gonna actually mention that it's uh, a very good solution for the teacher that we um ludenio is providing a separate archive of the EDU version of the game because it's much easier to install. And uh, most of the teachers work in their computer classes where there is a set of um, from 10 to 15 computers for uh, students, which means that a teacher or a tech support should manually install the game. And so the easier the process is, the better, I think. So I, I would say that's a, that's a very uh, good point that EDU is um, provided as an archive. I think it's just perfect. And I see uh, it is available for Windows, Mac, and Linux. And even Linux, which is so cool. Okay, El Jorro. So you're showing uh, the third level of the EDU version of the game. So can yeah. you both, like you and Kate, talk about this, tell what's going on? and Comment. Uh, yeah, we, we can... I, I can do the commenting okay. of, of uh, George is playing. Uh, trying telling by, it through teacher's eyes. Like what, I, that's what I'm doing. The teacher. Yes. A pure representation of the teacher's interests here on this stream because no one hears <laughs> the teachers but me. Uh, and actually this, this third lesson uh, is uh, set up. Um, we, we have a kind of like um, researched some of the buildings. We know how transporters work. We know how we can uh, get the uh, cotton uh, from from the cotton plant. We use this uh, cotton collector, uh, but find out in the beginning, at the beginning of the lesson, that cats want something else. They don't want simple cotton. They want a more complex thing, more complex product, uh, which is um, a yarn ball. And mm -hmm. we need a different machine that can help us solve this problem. And in this lesson, this, the students will learn that you can get uh, a product can be a resource for a more complex product because from cotton uh, you can get a, a yarn uh, a yarn ball. And they also learn to manipulate the stream of cats who want different things because, well, actually this is going to be on the fourth lesson, but but at the end of this lesson they will find out that we can. Uh, deliver yarn balls to the store and cats will, will get happier, but we'll face a problem that cotton is not delivered because we have this line from cotton plant collector to the yarn ball 
ball maker to the store and we need something else. And this is the intrigue for the fourth lesson, like what, how can we optimize this process and how can we make two streams of different goods to the store? Well, I'm listening to you and this sounds like super scary to me, like so, so much lore. There are cats, they like need cotton and then don't need cotton and they need something else. And like I'm, and there are teachers and there are kids and there is this game, like there is so much. How? That's why we are writing a plan. Uh, you don't need to be scary because at first, if you're just listening to what I'm saying and how I'm commenting, you you obviously can get too much information at one time, you know, and it's hard to pr process. But the thing is that we have already processed this 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 story. We we have already uh, decided what's going to happen, and we put it into a nice uh, plan for the teacher just to tell them what to do in each stage of the lesson. And uh, at, in the beginning, we provide uh, some info on how to prepare for the lesson, what needs to be opened, what needs to be done, uh, what, how's the setting going to look, you know, here's the game, open up the third lesson, that's, that's what the main goal is, you know, this is what your kids are going to do. And then we have um, a series of uh, stages where basically we provide a very detailed description of what is supposed to be happening at the lesson, uh, including the storyline, because you said, oh, there are cats, there are, there are problems, there are everything, there's so, there's so much to know. But we provide this, this description and the words for the teacher to tell at the lesson in the lesson plan, in the teacher's guide. Uh, and in the, like how I see it, a teacher coming to a lesson would open up this plan, look through it, uh, read it thoroughly, you know, for about maybe spend an hour or an hour and a half, just looking through the materials, trying to make, you know, a plan in his head, trying to take everything that we offer, and then come to a lesson and use the materials that we provide. And we tried, while developing, we tried to think of all the resources that a teacher might need and provide this 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 either a picture or a slide or you know if it's a if it's a piece of musical uh file that then we're also providing it uh so that the teacher is sure that he or she the um, he or she has everything for the lesson and if it, there is a, a, a phrase in the guide uh there's a picture of a cat on the slide we provide this slide you know so a teacher basically won't need to spend time putting up stuff together. The only thing is left for the teacher to do is to read the plan and apply it to the group that he or she is working with. Look, does the it. teacher need to be a gamer? Like, if no. I don't play games all the time, can I... Actually, I was, uh, I was hoping you would ask me, like, what should a teacher do before, you know, taking up the LF uh, EDU version? And my first, uh, the first thing a teacher should do is to play a game. Uh, but it doesn't mean that a teacher should should be a player or should like playing games. It doesn't necessarily mean so. Yes, the kids do. Yeah, exactly. From uh, what I understand, the, the whole reason of doing this like in a game, because that's what makes kids excited. They want to play this. They want to go to the class and then they tell their parents how amazing the teacher is. Because the teacher lets them play at the lesson. Like the, the the perfect teacher ever. 
but no, I mean, uh, uh, see, there are th- certain things a teacher does at the lesson that they may might not like necessarily. It doesn't mean they have to love gaming to take up this particular stuff because it's for the kids. We do we do it as fun as possible uh, to, for the kids to enjoy it. And it's a good thing for the teacher that we have something enjoyable for kids. They will they will like this. They they won't probably like they don't need to like the game to go to a class with it. To me, it still sounds a little bit overwhelming. And I'm trying to think like what what would teacher need to think about to even start using Learning Factor EDU in their class, like to try out. I mean, since it's scary, it's like a lot. So can a teacher try like you know a single lesson and see how the kids react does it even make sense to try in the smallest scope possible you know only you're saying it's scary but i will say i will tell you what's truly but, scary for a teacher i mean it's like there is a story there is a game teach kids needs to whatever computers like there should be somebody helping out with launching this all and then there is a guide and then there is like cotton but some, there are some cats who want and then don't want cotton and like ah you you know too much yeah because you have <laughs> bits of information no, no no you have bits and pieces of information that you haven't lined up in your mind yet whereas me as a developer i already have this this uh, structure that i'm delivering to the teacher and this is what i want for the teacher to do uh not uh, it's probably not good to pick up, you know, bits and pieces from from everywhere and say, "How am I going to introduce it to my kids?" You know, no, you simply have this idea. Okay, I'm going to try scientific approach with my kids. I have a bunch of ten year olds. I want to tell them what machine learning is. I want to to tell them what how computers can help us solve problems. I want to develop engineering thinking process. You know, this is what I want. How do I do this? Okay, I see this ad that the Learning Factory is launching an EDU version. Okay, what do I do? I open up a teacher's guide. That's what I do. And in the teacher's guide, we, you see all there is to know for you to start teaching. You know, you don't need to read, you know, so many articles on machine learning. You don't need to study textbooks. You know, you don't need to research for yourself what the material is going to be. You don't need to do this. It saves a bunch of time. It saves hours and hours of preparation because usually when a teacher is trying uh, to come up with an idea for an extracurriculum activity, say teacher robotics, they are, they're overwhelmed because there's so many things you may try and you need you know, to narrow it down to one particular software, one particular technology, something. And we have already done it. You know, we took a piece of information. We took a level, uh, not a level, but a section from from uh, the, the the curriculum that that uh, middle school students need to know. You know, they need to develop their uh, engineering design. You know, engineering practices, process. For the teachers the way- watching this episode, we are basing our. Uh, lesson plan on the new generation uh, scientific standards the subsection that is about engineering mind frame it's not called like that but 
there are two smart words in English. I have a link. <laughs> you will see the link in a blog and wherever soon enough. I want to put another scary thing. What if kids don't want to follow whatever teachers tell them and just, you know, just try to break the game? Georgi, did you do anything that to ensure the teacher's success and not the kid's success in breaking the game and not following the rules? No, I think, you know, breaking the game could be a part of fun. But uh, for this case, we have done lots of stuff. I mean, these levels are being uh, created by our QA engineer, and uh, these fellows are professionals of thinking of what might be broken in the game. So uh, most of the resources in this game, you can see the little red lock in the lower left corner of Dr. Katz's office if you hover your mouse button over it. I, I said it. Okay, uh, so you can see that red lock, meaning that you can't delete this building and uh, you can't do anything wrong. And you can't uh, delete this and you can't uh, run out of resources because these particular cotton plants are also locked. There were, were some growing cotton plants on this map, but I have rooted them out and sold them in the store. And uh, basically, you have this dedicated place for placing a yarn ball maker, which is surrounded by hedges, and hedges are also locked. So. We were trying to make sure that uh, the kids can go anywhere uh, astray from the main path towards enlightenment. But since we're dealing with uh, real-life players and real-life children, anything can happen. But we're trying to do our best. There's, there's also one thing to mention, that we, as while designing a lesson, we had one thing in mind, that uh, when you give kids access to a game they're lost for you you can't tell them to play and then give them some assignments so what we did is we we put the the real gaming process closer to the end of the lesson that's the experimental part because in our story the kids are uh, young engineers scientists like scientists uh, who make conduct some experiments and so the experimental part is done in a game and by the time they start playing they have already gone through pretty much everything that needs to be studied you know and even if they're trying to have fun in a game that's all right that's part of the lesson that's part of the plan uh they have a, a certain assignment for example they need to count they need to calculate something and then uh, transfer it into their worksheet and that's it. if they're if they're done with it they can play that's that's the good thing about it and a teacher will will want a teacher won't need to be you know uh mean and and saying stop stop fiddling around you know stop goofing around you you need to do this you need to do that no you you lead them to the game and then it's fun time for them that's how we wanted the lesson plan. That's that's how we wanted the lesson dynamics to be, uh, to make it easier for the teacher to collect all the kids, you know, and make them do something. Fun is allowed in this game. You fun is totally, fun. yeah. <laughs> you I, I think I, I, we 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 actually touched upon this subject last time that if you if you forbid fun, that's not good. So you have to uh, let it happen and deal with it and also have fun. I mean, if a teacher has fun at the lesson, that's that's pretty good. And I, and we want our teachers to to also enjoy the process and to see how well their kids are actually 
learning, you know, how, how. I actually well, want I... to amplify your message. I mean, like, we've been talking about teachers not being afraid. And now we're talking about the teachers actually having fun on the same level with, with kids. And it's just so cool that somebody thinks about the teachers from that perspective. So, dear teachers, we want you to have fun. Please go to ludin.io and check it out. Check out the game, the, the lesson plans. It's free. You just try. You go to lesson plans and see how it all works. If you totally want to, you can also get the Learning Factory, like the full version of the game on Steam. It's here. If you want to learn more, we have a newsletter where we explain and update what we're doing. Uh, the link is like somewhere in the comments, like link, click, click. Yeah. And uh, if you enjoyed our faces, we have more episodes on YouTube look into that we're fun we're explaining what we're doing and we're bringing in experts and eventually double downing on the games for change festival look who's there rita and georgi so if you are missing georgi already look for the games for change festival and uh, was it a good enough outro yes very Time nice for a song or for a capoeira I can sing a song in Portuguese, which I have translated <gasps> into Portuguese from Russian. Yes. Ordula, Ordula, Ordubachinu Vidro, Omvidando toda gente para fora. Mais porque, mais porque, hoje tanto brilha o sol. Porque você tá passando pela rua. Let's just finish the stream. Thank you very much, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for watching.